Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond Weekly Podcast. I'm here once again with Tony McKinnon. Beautiful day in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah, it's always a beautiful day. It's, at least it's, you know, at least it's a would, plus would, degrees. You would know? you be my neighbor? Yeah, I'm your neighbor. I am kind of your neighbor. You know, but, sort of, yeah. You know, We're socially distanced you know, neighbor. Six feet apart. Yeah. Not because of COVID, because... Because he smells. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's because of what they call mic bleed. Mic bleed. We, we don't want to get your mic to bleed on mine. Don't bleed on me. Yeah, so... Anyway, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you guys. More than want to hear from Tony. Um, if you'll email us at podcast at rhema.org, that's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. And um, you can send us an email, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, tell us what we, we should change. Or just tell us that we're awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. And we'd appreciate it. Or you can like us on Facebook or Instagram. And one of these days, when Craig gets some time, he's going to put some more behind-the-scenes pictures. I'm kind of I'm kind of backlogged them behind-the-scenes pictures here recently. So, But, you know, we've really cleaned up Granny's attic, you know, quite Look, a bit. It's looking pretty good. Yeah, so it's it's getting better. You know, pretty soon we're going to actually maybe put some artwork on the wall. Oh, yeah. yeah some pi- pictures. 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 Yeah. Pictures. Yeah. Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, today our guest is Marty Grisham. Marty, your company's called Roof Nerds? Yes, Roof Nerds. Roof Nerds, yeah. He's, he, we, so he's the biggest nerd we've ever had on the podcast. And so um, um, Marty's the Raymer graduate. Marty actually worked for Raymer for, for quite a while. Tell us your story. What, what year did you come to Raymer? How'd you get here? And um, we'll go from there. It all started when I was a young child. Um, <laughs> okay, well, about 20 years after that. So. Basically, I got married to the wrong person and divorced. Actually, and I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I got married and and a few months later divorced. This is you know this is not confession. This is like going out everywhere. I, so. <laughs> which which room is confession? Because I needed to do that before I started the podcast. Uh, <laughs> married and divorced, and it really just rocked my world. And I was yeah. laying in my living room floor crying my eyes out and the presence of God fell on me and said, I'll never leave you and never forsake you. And at that time he began to just lead me. And next thing I know, I go to my pastor, um, pastor Reggie there in Arkansas where I lived at the time. I'm from originally Louisiana, went to my pastor and he handed me a Kenneth Hagin book, um, following God's plan for your life. And, uh, I'm more of one of reading all the details about the book before reading the book. And I ended up on the back cover and I see that little white building, Rama Bible training center, and that began the journey in 1998 of me moving to Rama, moving to a Broken Arrow. You know, in fact, we talk mm. about it quite a bit. One of the best times to come to Bible mm. school is when you're going through transition, yeah. transition yeah. of life, whatever it might be. Because you know, a lot of times we're going through transition. Like, what's the next step? Well, you know, there's mm. never a wrong time to learn more about the Bible. You know, True. some people feel they, they they know they're called to the ministry and they come to to the training college just because. They know they're called to ministry. And there's some people that just feel they want to learn more about the Bible. And if you're interested in maybe finding Mm -hmm. more information about Rainbow Bible Training College, rbtc.org, you can go on there, fill out your information, and we'll have one of our student ambassadors Mm -hmm. give you a call, set up a time you can take a tour and tell you all about Rainbow. But anyway, so here you are. You showed Mm -hmm. up at Rainbow. Um, Was it everything you expected? It was more than what I expected. It really was. Uh, I came here just with the thinking that I was going to be here, I'd just be a great evangelist. I just, I literally said to myself, I'll be here one year and I'm going to go reach the world. And then 23 years later, still here. <laughs> so what, what year did you graduate? I graduated um, first and second year. I graduated second year in 2000. 
And then I went to the very first uh, class of the third year pastors that Tony Cook helped put together. Yeah. And so I was in the first class with Bob Keek and many others yeah, that yeah. we know. So um, you were you were here. Um, <clears throat> so you were first year when I was second year. I was first year in 98, 99. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. And I graduated. And I, I met you for the first time in, knowingly. Uh, in 2003 in yeah. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. You remember that? Yeah, I sure do. Old I Face definitely Crusade. remember that. I yeah. remember that very moment that I met you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, it, it, it like, you know, rocked us to this world. So, That's right. So it's, it's like etched. <laughs> it's like changed. My life was changed forever. It didn't rock it. It just kind of budged yeah. it a little. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I've got a really great memory. That's how I remember it. <laughs> So obviously that's when you're working for you, but, but yeah, so, 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 so let's talk about, so you graduate, mm -hmm. what happened then? So after I graduated, uh, I was working at a lumber yard just a mile away. And I, I remember just like, what am I supposed to do? Where am I going to go? I hadn't met, uh, well, I actually was dating uh, my wife I have right now. Let me tell you, she's beautiful. She is something else. Okay. Just going to put that in because she'll listen to this. Oh, she's amazing. Um, best mom, best wife. So, um, and she's a big General Flynn, Flynn fan. Oh, she loves, she talks about him every night. Almost. Yeah, we heard about that. <laughs> yeah. Love that General Flynn. And so, um, oh, I talk about Sidney Powell. So, yeah. um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> how many yeah. listeners are there to this? <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah. So basically, um, I actually got to help and be a, a part-time, like a 20-hour-a-week volunteer to the pastoral staff after graduating third year. And I began to do uh, hospital visitations. Uh, I spent a lot of time with Marty Blackwelder at the time. I'm Billy, sorry. Bill, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's some stories. Billy Joe Watts, a, a lot of the wonderful associate pastors over the years, I got to spend time serving and helping and working with them on a day-to-day -day basis. And then after that, uh, it just transitioned into me wanting to go into ministry, started doing ministry, traveling ministry, uh, when some of the wonderful instructors, like probably most of the people listening to this podcast is going to know Doug Jones. Yep. Well, I went to Brother Jones. I said, I'm fixing to do traveling ministry. He says, that's awesome. How are you going to pay your bills? I just told you, Doug, I'm doing traveling ministry. He's like, but how are you going to pay, <laughs> pay your, your bills? bills. <laughs> You're not going to make much money doing starting traveling ministry. I said, oh, I got this. I got this. Well, I didn't. I was broke for two years. And so <laughs> it woke me up to I'm missing something here. And that's when God began to speak to me about being in business first. Mm. And he said, I've got ministry for you, son, but it's on down the line. And it just ignorantly took me quite a few years to get that through my thick head. But then I began to wake up and see, hey, business is the way to go. He led me to get my real estate license. I'm still a, a residential and commercial realtor. And then he's led me to start construction companies and stuff, which I have the roof nerds today. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but before that, you actually worked for the our ministry. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about yeah, that in there. So, yeah. for about three years, I worked for the ministry. I started with Wholesale, selling the books with Wholesale under the wonderful Don Burns. He was my boss. <laughs> yeah, the wonderful Don. And we call him Wonder Don. Wonder Don. I like Wonder Bread. And so, <clears throat> so wonderful Don. Worked for him for a while. And uh, then, actually, Don came to me one day and said, we need to start the recruiting department. And we like how you speak. We like how you carry yourself. Would you consider that? And I said, well, what all does it involve? And he said, well, you're going to get to travel with Kenneth E. Hagan. I'm like, just consider that a yes. So I started full-time with the Crusade team traveling with Brother Hagan. And that's how you met Tony. That's how I met Tony in Winston-Salem. <laughs> yep. That was a pretty wild meeting. That was a meeting. Yeah, I remember it, remember it very specific. <clears throat> yeah, yep. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> 
I really do. So I got a photograph of memory. So um, <laughs> it's a confession. Faith it's confession. A faith confession. <laughs> he has a photograph and a memory. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then Brother Hagen just said, hey, why don't I just go spend more time with Jesus? He went home to the Lord, left us here without him. And so I began to travel with Pastor and Miss Lynette Hagen, which was absolutely an amazing experience. So I had a little over a year getting to travel with them. And so just what a great experience that was to get to have Brother Hagen for a while and then Pastor and Miss Lynette. So I got to experience really traveling ministry at its best. So it's pretty awesome. So you got to experience working with the pastoral staff here mm-hmm. and then you got to you know, not only work with some wonderful wholesale customers that are buying our Faith Library publications, then you got to spend time on the road, you know, traveling with the, my family and, and, and as well as recruiting people from Rainbow Bible Training College. So, yeah. And then you went into business. Yeah, went into business. I have to say that uh, I guess I've been here 22 years or so, and I probably have never attended another church more than one like just a random, you know, obviously you got a holiday special somewhere, yeah, or, or, but I have or, just some, been certain speaker coming in consistent, town. You want, you want to just a Rama church, a church member. And, you know, I'll tell you what happened with recruiting. Now this can speak to some people that might hear this in the future. When I took over and literally started the recruiting department, I could almost literally feel a grace. Some people would say, Hey, it's an anointing. It, it was, it came up on me to help people find God's plan for their life. And I would get people on the phone, like Marvin Yoder was my boss for a while, and also Reverend Yoder and Reverend Gary Crowell. And they would say, hey, I want you to do 50 or 100 phone calls a day, you know, just calling potential students. And I literally would just have this anointing come on me to just help people know what to do. It was really a great experience. Mm. And it has carried on since then. One of the things I do the most is help people pray out God's plan for their life and just sitting down and talking them through and and helping them dissect between all the loud noise and what God's saying. You know, tell us what you're you're, you're explaining the story about the young man who came to you that was had graduated. Tell us you were actually doing young marriage class, right, at that time here at Randy? Yes. Well, so what happened was um, so shortly shortly after graduating, I worked with the pastoral staff. And it was kind of funny because Pastor Bill Ray came to me. I was working over in admissions. Pastor Bill Ray come over and he caught me, out, brought me outside of the admissions department at Rainbow Bible College, took me out and into the lobby there. And he said, Brother Marty, you know how Pastor Bill, Brother, Mar- Brother, Marty. Brother, Brother Marty, we really want to talk to you. We want you and your wife to do the young marriage class. And I looked at him and said, you know, I'm divorced, right? <laughs> <laughs> He said, now we don't, it's okay. I said, well, you know, my wife's divorced too, right? And so uh, I so, went. So pre- previously divorced, but now you're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, we're, yeah, that we were divorced from other, other people yeah. um, um, in another life. So um, we won't go there in this podcast. Maybe. Parallel universe. <laughs> rewind. So um, got rewind powers. So as I was saying. But you know what, what it does say is no matter what you've gone through, God can still use there you. you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And so well, good, good, good way to get me back on track, Craig. Right. <laughs> Craig's the best. Um, and you got the other guy. So <laughs> I'm purely so, for comedic relief. So, so when pastor Bill said that it was kind of, it, it was almost like that. Um, Abram and Sarah, where he mm. goes to her and says, now, honey, we're going to have a kid, God said. And she laughed, you know, that kind of yeah, deal. Yeah. I went to my wife, and the first thing she said was, he knows we're both divorced, right? And I said, yeah, honey, he knows. I've told him everything. Well, not everything. <laughs> it, it wasn't a confessional, but 
probably could have been. So, yeah, so we started doing the young marriage class. Now, I went a long way around the barn, but look here, we're back at the front door. So, so, so I'm sitting down with two or three friends. Um, they had, we'd all graduated Rama close to the same time. My wife and I were doing the young marriage school, the Bible class extension of Rama Bible church. What a wonderful church. And one of the guys just looked at me and he literally got tears balling up in his eyes. And we're talking, this guy will lift weights. This guy, he's a tough guy. He looks at me and I can remember the tears in his eyes. And he said, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm so confused. And it really touched me because I was confused. And the other guy was confused and all four of us were confused. And then literally when he said that, I could just feel the presence of God come up on me. And I just felt that anointing, that same that I have in the recruiting department, you know, when I worked there, the anointing just real easily came up on me. And I just began to preach to him and talk to him. God's got a plan for us. He's got a plan for you. You Just get sensitive, get in the word, spend time with him. He will show it and it will come in the right time. And that's exactly what's happened with me right now. The Lord is talking with us about pastoring very soon. I've been here 22 years wondering when ministry is going to come. And the Lord moved up up on me just over the last year and said, "Uh, I've, I've found you faithful. So I just spent 11 years working in the children's department here at Ramah on Sunday mornings. And I have to say up there for 11 years, there was no one else up there that had been there as long as me. I'd, I'd lasted longer than anyone. And I loved it, and I, I loved those kids. But, I mean, I would not leave until his voice let me do it. But, but you know, that's why some people don't realize that you were in ministry. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, I mean, obviously, you did, you, you did Young Mary's. You, you've been working mm-hmm. with kids. And, yeah. I mean, you were visiting people in the hospital. I mean, you know, that's ministry work. Yes, sir. And, and so some people don't realize, well, you know, this is well, that, well, this is my volunteer job, but it doesn't matter. Some pastors are volunteers too. I mean, yeah. you know, pretty yeah. much. I mean, you know, it's it is what it is. I mean, you know, everyone thinks of ministry. Well, well, yeah. If I'm getting paid to do it, I'm in ministry. No, we can be in ministry working a secular job, no matter what we're doing, even if we're not making decent money like you're now doing with, with your with your nerd business. Yeah, my nerd <laughs> business is. You know, and, and it, we you build do, smart you, roofs. You do com- <laughs> commercial roofing, right? You know. I do commercial roofing, and our our motto is: it's not rocket science; it's roof science. Roof science. And <laughs> website best Tell you us. come well, up with okroofnerds.com. Okroofnerds.com. So, so mm-hmm. you know, it's not Nebraska roofnerds.com. It's okroofnerds.com. If you need some commercial roofing done in Oklahoma, yes. you know, let somebody know. I mean, about you know, you can hire anyone, but why not hire a nerd? Why not hire an hour? And you can find me at Rama Bible Church in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah so looking for a nerd on Sunday morning. You yeah. Be right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you know, really, you 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 were in ministry. Yes, sir. You know, and, and but but you talk about how, you know, some people if they feel they come to Rama, you know, and they're like, well, if I'm not in ministry, then, then God's not really using me. But they don't realize that God can use them in ministry. Even whenever they're in business, and, and also you know God needs business men and women to um, support the gospel. I mean, you know, obviously you you've been able to financially help us more at Ramos since you've had a good job, absolutely, th- than you would you know working a subway. Nothing wrong with subway. And I've <laughs> had multiple times, <clears throat> just because of what I'm telling you straight up, just as honest as I can be. I say this more and more lately. 
what Rama taught us, what the, uh, the Hagen family and Rama has taught us, has caused us to know the voice of God. And when I go out there in the real world to say with these businessmen, they don't have a clue. And they, and after being around me for 30 minutes or an hour, they'll look at me and say, well, I've been with you for the last hour, and, and you've just said eight times how God said something to you. <clears throat> how in the world are you hearing God so often? I've never heard God one time. And so then I'll end up in their office laying hands on them, getting them filled with the Holy Ghost, and then begin to teach them how to hear God, how to teach them how to have that intimate fellowship with Him. So wow. what we've learned at Rhema, oh, it's, it's priceless. I don't know what the tuition is now. Man, it's... $3,100 for the whole year. Wow, good plug. Yeah. So <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's actually... It's America's most affordable Bible college, actually, we found now, that out. I could be wrong, Craig, but I said it's priceless, and you said 31 Sounds like you got a pretty good deal for $3,100. Yeah. It really is priceless yeah. what you learn. And, and technically, if you, if you have to figure it out, if, you know, I'm just throwing some plugs out there. Um, you realize the price of RAM for credit hours is like $75 a credit hour, and there are a number of colleges that, that take up to 30 credit hours you know, for a what we call a real degree. And, you know, if you were to take school from those colleges, right. you would be paying maybe up to $500 a credit hour. So Rama's, you know, not only affordable, if you're getting a, a, another, uh, you know, a actual degree from it's an a, investment. Yeah, it's, it's a great investment. Capital. You know, and, and um, I mean, I kind of have a song coming to my heart. Oh, you want to sing it? <laughs> Rama taught me you what I needed to know. know the word yeah. and the spirit. Okay, go yeah. ahead, Craig. Yeah, that, that actually is our, our Rama <laughs> alma mater who... That I, I actually helped wrote write that part. So, That's scary. So anyway, that, that is scary, you know, you know, because um, you know, I don't really write songs, but um, <laughs> or sing. Or yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but when you did that, yeah. you were in ministry. Yes, I, I was. You know, <laughs> and I, I was definitely led by the Spirit of God. You know, it's one of these. My mom says, "Well." When I, I said, well, who's going to write it? I said, I don't know. I don't care. You know, the Bible says you can do all things to Christ who strengthens you. And that's what it is. But, you know, uh, and that's something we learn around. But, you know, we do whatever we need to do you know, to get yeah, the job done. Right. Yeah. It, do I remember, not trying to get off track here, yeah. but I, I purposely will. Um, <laughs> do I remember it's one time, I don't know if it was in youth or something. Did you rap a, a message one night? No, well, I did kind of rap a little bit, but not <laughs> Not real well. I'm not gonna do it again. I, I was some, you know. I I was kind of just talking about how it don't matter. You can do it any 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 preach a message any way you want to do it, you know. And there are some good Christian rappers who actually, you know, rap a message. I mean, you know, you know. I need to like wrap it up. I mean, I really wasn't wasn't that wasn't that good. Maybe you know, maybe not even not anointed, but but you know, it's we we can present the gospel different ways. And, you know, at different times, I mean, obviously your job, you know, not just, not just your job, but also being around other businessmen has, has opened up the doors to talk to people that you probably would have never talked to, you know, Absolutely. And even if you were in a normal minister, I mean, you know, because they might have never came to your church. You know? Yeah, I've definitely come to find that businessmen see businessmen in a different way than they see ministers, than they see just non-entrepreneurial people yeah. they really get in groups and herds of businessmen and do things together so over the years i've started quite a few groups of businessmen praying just praying in the holy ghost praying the word of god praying out the plan of god seeing amazing results from these men who started business will get up to just millions 
in year, in a few years period of time of just praying out the plan. So that's always been something good that's been a part of my heart as well, helping business and pray. And the interesting part about it is <clears throat> the reason you came to Raymond anyway is because you you read the book Following God's Plan for Your Life. Yeah, and, and and that's actually been a theme throughout your life, helping other people follow His plan. I think that's pretty that's good. Yeah. You know, pr- pretty awesome. You know, and, and I think that's I don't know how many I don't care if you're old or you're young. There are a lot of people trying to figure out. You know. What's God's plan for my life? I mean, you know, there's people that that are our ages, you know, yeah. you know that, that are still looking for God's plan, or even know. what's next, or yeah, what's next, or or you know, some people go through what what do, what do they call it whenever you're you're old enough and you you know you know. Um, Oh. Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. Midlife Thank crisis. you, Cliff. Is that the Lord? Yeah, that, that was Cliff. Voice. The Lord. <laughs> Sounds like that G, was, G, that was Cliffy G God. Pretty. I thought you'd be taller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go through what they call a midlife crisis, and they, they're still trying to figure out what what you know where they're at in life. You know, but but it, it's so important to, to be grounded in God's word. And, you know, in one place you can get grounded is here is Raymond Bible Training College. RBTC.org is is the website. And, you know, if you want to find more about the training college, just encourage you to, to go to the website, fill out some information, and we'll have one one of our, our team give you a call. And obviously, you know, Marty was the very first recruiter for Raymond. So it's, you know, pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting, you know. So, so um, we have much time. Yeah, go ahead, man. Oh, yeah. we, we, okay. Well, we, I just was. Um, I was being reminded when you were saying that about the following God's plan for your life. The one thing that really got me when I was a recruiter, I um, <clears throat> pray and, and listen to people praying a lot and hanging out with some of the singers and band. Cause I used to travel with, with the yeah. Hagans and, and got to know some of them well, and they imparted some things into my life. And one of the things that really got me that I still use today, just a few months ago, I'm with a businessman in his home, helping him pray out God's plan. Those, for, those cause he believes he's supposed to be doing more. And after talking to him for a little while, I said, I see your problem. You're refusing to take God's plan by faith. He had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> and so I said, well, and, and it really goes right over people's head. You know, people hear the faith message. It's, the faith message is amazing. They'll plug it into healing. They'll plug it into finances. They'll plug it into finding a husband or wife. But many of them never plug it into that God's got a plan for you, and you should take it by faith and begin to act and even in the natural, like you've already got that plan. Mm-hmm. And it, so what happens is you'll, you'll talk with someone and they'll say, well, I just don't know. They'll say those words. Uh, I don't know what over. he wants me to do. You're going to have what you say. Yeah. You're no. releasing faith to not know. And you're only knowing less because of it. And I tell you, I've, I've just seen it so many times. I would get on to him. Shut your mouth. Stop saying you don't know. It's destroying you knowing. And start finding that scripture, whether it's, you know, Jeremiah calling me, I'll answer you. Whether it's the other one, uh, so the, the you know, the good one, Isaiah, when uh, I have a plan for you, saith the Lord of hosts, the plan, you know, that one. Yeah, um, yeah. Plan, plan to prosper. Just a bubbling Bible over here. So, uh, <laughs> Well, Tony teaches the book of Isaiah, don't you? Tony yeah. knows yeah. all of yeah, these I'm, scriptures. I'm dealing with the Antichrist right now. Leave me alone. <laughs> Got a sh- short angel we're about, over there. We're about to wipe up Armageddon. So, yeah. and so I would teach them just basically how to take God's plan by faith. Get some scriptures. See that He has a plan for you. Take that by faith and stop saying you don't know. And start saying this: Thank you, God, that I am in Your plan. But that's where it messes them up. See, because mm-hmm. they're they're moved by the natural, and they're like, "Well, I'm not in His plan." Yeah, but you just like if I had a knee. 
that I'm believing for healing, right in the middle of walking with the knee hurting, I'm still saying, thank you, God, I am healed. So when you're confused and you don't know the plan, that's when you should start saying, thank you, God, I know your plan. I'm walking in your plan. And when God sees that faith, he'll grab you and pull you over right in the plan so quick and to make your head spin. It's like, like being in the elevator pushing the button for the floor you're on rather than the one you want to go to. Everybody's yeah. trying to think of how the devil's stopping them from following God's plan. Yeah. Most of it's just them not taking it by faith. Well, then also something else is, too, is a lot of us <clears throat> speak failure, you know, especially startup <clears throat> business. You know, how, how many businesses fail within the first year and all this kind of thing, you know, as we reach – Adversity, whether it be business, whether you be a pastor or a church, like ninety percent businesses fail in the first two years. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. And so when things start start going that way, we start saying, "Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fail another business." I mean, you know, you know, but but we need to understand that it's not God's plan for us to fail; it's God's mm-hmm. plan for us to succeed. Yeah. And and if and if we'll just give them our business, give them give them our church, give them mm-hmm. what, you know whatever. And a lot of times. I think sometimes we try too hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, because oh, even you know, being a pastor, well, well, how am I going to get people to my church? Well, if you forget about you, yeah, start pointing the people to God. I mean, they're not yeah. coming to see you anyway. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I don't care what if you you know you can dress appropriately and have all the right all the right you know stuff, sound, <clears throat> music, lights, you know, you know, smoke, yeah. you know, but. People aren't looking for that. They're looking for the anointing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, a, and a lot of times, you know, we, you know, trying to grow our church or we trying to grow our business and, you know, we, 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 we speak failure you know, and when we all know we can have what we say and it, and it is interesting. And, um, now I, I know, I don't know if you're a part of, it. I know here, here at Raymond, we have the entrepreneurs, um, link group, um, that, that they, I'm not sure if you're, you're part of that or not. No, I have, I actually haven't even heard You didn't of that. know that. Yeah. We, we do have a link group, entrepreneurs oh, link, okay. link group yeah. here. Here at Rama for, I've only knew about the the knitting and the, the knitting. there was a southern cooking one which yeah. I was really interested yeah. in. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but so um Nathan Hostetler, if you can talk to him, he has okay, he, yeah. he's run the entrepreneurs link link team, you know, so you know, a lot of like minded business people or want to be business people or hope to be a business people, <laughs> you know, I guess are members of that. But you know, it's it is interesting, you know, and, and like I said you know, I talked to a lot of Christian businessmen too, but, but because you are a businessman, you, you can talk differently than I can, or they'll, they'll respect you differently. They'll receive it different. Yeah. Receive yeah. it differently, you know, cause, mm-hmm. but you're just being the pastor. You have to say these kind of things. Marty doesn't have to say them. I mean, he, yeah. he just says them because they're true. Yeah. It exactly. is interesting. And, you know, obviously, you know, you're good friends with Aaron Antis and Aaron Antis basically says some of the same things that you've said that the things you learned at Rama, you apply in business every day. Exactly, and, and and you have an opportunity not only to apply in business, you have an opportunity to to witness to to other businessmen or or women as well. I mean, you know, sometimes we we want to. It's it's not just about you know men mainly because we're guys. We business person, business person. Come but, on, but, wake up. Yes, but you know, but anyway, you know, and and I think that many Rama students, Rama graduates, need to know not not everyone's going to go and full-time behind the pulpit ministry. And, yeah. and if it was that yeah. way, all we would have is a bunch of full-time behind the pulpit ministers. Then who would pay the bills? Yeah, who would pay the bills? But, but you know, every church needs a children's minister, needs a youth minister, needs the people that, that help. I mean, every church needs ushers. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, the people that will serve, every church needs parking lot attendants. Well, they say, well, yeah, no one comes to our church. We don't need a parking lot attendants. Well, that's, you need to grow your church. So you need a parking lot attendant, mm-hmm. you know, maybe have one guy out there when you don't need the guy out there to, because you know, you're, you're preparing for the crowd. 
you know, um, you know, like. Well, you know, most of the churches in, in Louisiana, they need water boys. So, uh, water boys. <laughs> well, what's water boy doing to church? The, you know, the movie. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Bad joke. Carry on pastor. <laughs> Yes. You know, Marty's kind of a hoot. I mean, <laughs> and, and he's serious, too. I mean, yeah. not about the water boy. But, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, I, I um, so going back to that day at the table with those four guys, um, I, I'm just so thankful that um, many of us have gotten the plan of God and begin to follow it well. And uh, it's not that hard. Most of us just have to get over us. See, what happens with us, mankind, man, women, a whole bunch of us, is we want to go off and push the right buttons and the right sequence of the buttons. And the whole time, Jesus is like, leave it alone. I or, own or, the button machine. Yeah, and then everyone Let wants to say. Let me do it. They want to say, what, what, Marty, is there a certain book we need to read? You know, is, is there some kind of how-to steps or some kind of tape series or CD series? or, or Most know, of but, the time, it's yeah. one word. It's time. Yeah. The time's not right. Yeah. You've got a call. There's great things to do. You're seeing that on the inside when you pray and you go to bed at night. You're having this dream. You're seeing yourself preaching. You're seeing yourself working with children, whatever it is. You just have to be patient. It's about timing. Most people miss it in the timing area. And that's why I was frustrated for years. And now he's unveiling unveiling, and having us do some things uh, throughout the whole city of Tulsa. we got a prayer group called Tulsa Light. And uh, we're, we're doing that, and we're praying for the city of Tulsa. He's allowing us to do things, but he wouldn't have let me do that 10 years ago. I wasn't mm-hmm. ready. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a thing. Sometimes we want to do things that we're not ready mm-hmm. to do. I mean, we don't, we don't have the, the smartness, or we don't have the education, or, 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 you know, we don't have the influence. You're Gazentas. Yeah. I mean, like two Gazentas, four, two times, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever that meant. <laughs> Got a laugh out of Angel over there. Cliffy <laughs> <laughs> Pooh's choking. <laughs> but I mean, you know, sometimes you know, you might have a prayer group, but if you don't have the influence, no one's going to come to your prayer group because they're like, "Who's this guy?" Exactly. I mean, I, I know, I know, <laughs> one of my friends graduated from Rainbow <clears throat> Training College was all excited. He's he's going to go back to his hometown and and rent the ballroom at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> And so if you went to Ballers Hall, they, they, they put it right there on the billboard. On the marquee. You know, on the marquee. So, you know, evangelist, I won't say his name, not very, evangelist so-and-so here all week. And so first day he had three people come to his meeting. You know, this is his hometown, three, three people. Now, th- this was his mom, his dad, and his sister. You know, that's the three people who came to his meeting. You know, he, he did say by the end of the week, you know, he had about ten. You know, he grew up in this town. I mean, he, you know... They were all related to him somehow, some way. And he's like, Craig, I just thought I was going to graduate and I'm going to put my name out there and everyone's going to show up. But it didn't happen that way because that wasn't God's plan. You know, now he's a successful missionary. You know, God actually, you know, he's, you know, overseas somewhere doing something good for God and probably not listening to our podcast. So it doesn't matter if I shouldn't mention his name anyway. But, <laughs> but you know, you know, some people have this wild idea that um, I'm going to immediately become a success you know, that don't happen, you know, in life. I mean, you know, people even, even go start a business. Well, I'm going to open this business, you know, and it's going to be awesome. Everyone's going to show up and, and, and come and all the, these kind of things. And then some people actually had great business plans. And, you know, the pandemic hit the world and everything changed. Yeah, you know, it really did. Except for the, the plexiglass people are making a ton of money right now or, or made a ton of money, you know, so it's. 
it is amazing. And the distilleries, I mean, people are either drinking or washing their hands, so. (laughs) (laughs) Or making masks. I mean, if I had a mask business, I'd be living up with my soulmate in a hot tub right now. They're they're in China. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They make those in China. I didn't know where those come from. Yeah, well, well, no, there's American-made masks, you know. With parts from China. (laughs) With parts from China. (laughs) Anyway, I think we'll end the podcast on on that. Like, where's the string? I want to be the guy that made the The string. The rubber band guy. That's, well, yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah. the stretchy guy. Well, I, actually, I talked to a guy who um, who invented the Starbucks, um, you know, the the outside, you know, to, to get your cup was too the hot. The cup sleeve. The cup sleeve. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if he was the first one who invented it, but he's the one who sold at Starbucks. Mm. And so, you know what's money he's probably making from, you know, you know, he came up with an idea. Hey, you know, my cup's always hot. So he came up with an idea and he manufacture it and start you know, he was up in up in the seattle area and the starbucks you know company you know, took our i'm sure he does it for other coffee companies as well but but i mean you know never i mean that, that's like a normal thing i mean you know when you get coffee you're kind of used to those sleeves now yeah and then I, I don't know if he's the same guy that did the the little thing at starbucks you know the little plastic deal that covers the hole oh yeah i mean you know but who thought i mean you know what do you i, I admit hole covers <laughs> I don't know what they're called. You know, green things? I know, the hole plugger uppers. Yeah, hole plugger uppers. You know, well, well, they are a stir stick. It's, I, I, it's multi-purpose. Yeah, multi-purpose. You can, you can stir your... Never mind. I'm going to stop there. Anyway, let's just... That's a good time to end the podcast. If you're, you know, going through a transition in life, kind of like Marty was, and you know, or, or you just want to learn more about the Bible rbtc.org uh, we we would love you to come to america's most affordable bible college yeah. and the best bible college in, in the nation and the Absolutely. world and um rbtc.org if you'll just go to that website there um you can fill out the information you can read all, everything about Raymond. fill out your information we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call try to set up a time to come for a tour tell you all about Rama, and hopefully We'll see you here in the fall. We, you know, no matter how old or how young you might be, I mean, and we have people come at eighteen and people come at eighty-two. I mean, it's you know. We had a lady in my class. Miss May was in her eighties. Yeah, back so, in ninety-seven. I mean, there are some people taking a transition that wow. when they, I mean, I know some people right now that as soon as they hit retirement age, they're going to come to Rainbow, you know, just because they want to learn more about the Word, you know. And you're 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 never it's never you're never too old to not only learn the Word. But being a doer of God's word, yeah, you know, it's, good. it's hard to be a doer of God's word if you don't know know God's word. And, and, um, you won't know what to do. You don't know what to do. That's right. Yeah. So you can't follow His plan if you don't know His plan. That's something else. But anyway, we're going to sign off here, like we sign off on all our broadcasts here at Raymond. We're bringing hope, hope, help, help and, and healing, healing to the world. world. God bless you guys.